anointing these lips of clay. We're so grateful for all that you've done. This is a holy moment before you. We realize that all of heaven is standing at attention in this moment. I realize that there's something significant for this generation. I pray that I never be reckless with the anointing that you placed in my life. I pray that I would serve you and serve this generation with this anointing. That we will always honor you. That we will always stay, stay true to the call. Anoint these lips of clay. I need you this morning so much. I prayed in Jesus' name. It's a real holy moment, I feel. I really sense the love of God and there's something happening in my spirit that is a little unique. If you ask the team, I've changed the title of my sermon four times this morning. The last time was just before I came up here. I said, you should change it to this. I think you should change it one more time. I'm struggling to deal with my thing. And my confidence in the way I lay it out, the way I lay it out. And yet I know when God is moving in a place. Whew. I keep hearing on my way as that God says, make room for me. And I've been struggling to put my thing together. But it's okay as long as it's God. two scriptures that I gave you that we just we're going to build from here please be seated let's take a minute let's just this was the discussion yesterday and I don't know who was complaining before the Lord was it you Leanne that you were serving and you never got the word so here you go Every CEO and every company, you'll understand that I want you to see the big five and what it really means for every single person out in the world. This is every company, every person that is really making waves. There's a certain kind of vision that they have and they've got clear strategies and in their strategies, they've got structures. In the structures, we can change whoever's working there. This is where God promotes this is how the world promotes, but I'm letting you know it's the same with God. And in there you've got systems, and systems creates the kind of culture that you're looking for. So you'll watch even through, let's say, um, soccer teams as an example. There's a certain kind of culture they create where they look for certain kind of people. Their system would be is that if you take the Premier League, the four at the top would play in a different league. And if you, Liverpool, sorry, but on the top, there's a system of how to promote the people into a special league. So it creates a certain kind of culture. Everybody's pushing in the system to get to the top. But if you look at this thing, this is the whole system. This is from vision to strategies to the structure, to the systems, to the culture. And I want you to know that there's nothing new under the sun. Because everything that you see in the world system has been mimicked. It's an imitation of what God intended from the beginning. 
is your creator. He created it. God sneezes and the devil catches a cold. He acts and the devil reacts. He's the one who creates. He's the one who makes. He's the one who puts things in motion. Please want to put that in your spirit today because God has put in my spirit something concerning creativity. I keep having this in my spirit this morning. There'll be creativity, creative miracles and open doors and things that God's going to do. And I just want to lay the foundation to let you know that that God is the one who's got vision and he's got the strategy and you've been running to the world and finding the world system. But there's a kingdom model of how you can function and flourish in life. And it comes from God. This is God's creative way of how he does things. And what we discovered yesterday that in the culture of the kingdom of God, every son and every daughter is fruitful. That's God's culture. His, his, his command was be fruitful. Not a suggestion. So unfruitful people, you must, you can't ignore no impact people. Because they create all kinds of problems in your environment, in your home. The children sleeping till 12 o'clock, dysfunction and whatever. It must, your culture, you, you must create and clean the culture you want to live under. It's called the kingdom of God. And so many of you come from religious settings that have never spoken about your life being fruitful. It's only that the man of God must be there. But in the kingdom of God, um, what we've created in this culture, what the way the kingdom lives and the way it is, is that there's nobody unfruitful in God's kingdom. Anything that God, Jesus looks at that hasn't got fruit in any curses. Because unfruitful people attract curses. Fruitful people attract the favor of God. Say I'm favored. So I say I'm fruitful. So with this, this becomes the culture of everybody being fruitful. Of how we function in the kingdom of God. And so there's not one child that should not be fruitful. There's not one marriage. There's not one home. There's not one business that should not be fruitful. Everybody fruitful in this place. And so when anything is not fruitful, Jesus comes to the earth and he curses the tree and the tree, he says, with this, he says, uh, the owner says, hold up. Give me a minute. Give me one year. Let me dig around the roots. And let me throw some manure. Some of you don't know why you've been in trouble. A lot of manure all around you. He says, go to the root system. It's the next step. If, the cult, if you're not fruitful, pay attention to the system. Come back one. Pay attention to what you do every single day. Because what you're doing on a daily basis is telling you where you're going to. I don't care what great dream you have. If you lack discipline in the system, you're never going to get there. So the system helps you understand how this thing works. And with this, um, the system creates the culture you're looking for. In the structure, your life, if you're the CEO or if you belong into the kingdom of God, God puts you in his structure. That's why he gives you the fivefold ministry. It's in his structure. He said, I'll build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail. So you don't decide what you become in the kingdom of God. You don't get promoted from pastor to apostle to whatever. You either set, it's set that way. You don't, you don't work harder for God and then you up, then I'm, I'm a prophetess. It doesn't work like that. It's a gift. He ascended and gave gifts to men. So he puts you in his structure. And anytime you violate the structure of God, you wander around outside of his system and you wonder why your life doesn't work. So God puts you in the structure. And sometimes you, 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 you gotta be, you gotta be careful because, um, um, there can be a David in our midst and he's a young boy. But if, as he goes through the system and, and, and honors God in the system, You'll find him, God will move him up into the structure and he can become king. That's how you honor the volunteers because they start at the bottom. But you don't know who's on those volunteers. That could be the next CEO that God would raise up in the kingdom of God. So when you're sitting in the kingdom of God, 
the person next to you, God looks at the hearts of men. So you don't even know that the person sitting next to you has been seeking and searching and asking God. There are some people in churches that are moved, their hearts have moved. Please, divorce doesn't happen in the courts when you hear it. Divorce happens in the hearts of men long before the court date takes place. There are people in pubs right now that say, I'm looking for God, struggling with the flesh, but I want to serve God. And God will move on those people because God promotes from the heart. So in the structure of the kingdom of God, you, God will take you and he'll move you to the top based upon the condition of your heart. Man looks on the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. That's why he positions you and gives you a chance in the structure of the kingdom. And part of it is that you need to know that every single one of them has got to do with, there's a strategy. God's got a strategy. His, his church is the strategy in the earth. And if you ignore the church, you're ignoring God's strategy. God is the greatest mind, if you haven't heard it by now and understood it by now. And if you think that all the wars and all the things that are happening is disturbing God and Him falling off His throne, you are deceived. Because He's the greatest strategist. And in the midst of all of this, people are asking me, what's your opinion about Israel and all that's happening? I said, for now, I've, I've found this out. Is that when you are walking by the Spirit of God, you don't judge by the seeing of your natural eyes and your natural ears. Something is happening behind the scenes. Don't make a judgment call before it's done. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Don't jump on the bandwagon with everybody. Because there are people manipulating people. And I'm letting you know they don't even care about people. They're making moves. And so don't get caught up with the stuff. I will explain some of the things later for those that want a year. But for now, it's not time to, to talk about that. But there's a strategy. God has got a strategy. And so we shared this thing is that when God is creating this culture and he's got this vision, he, he brings people out of bondage and he's going to take you through this process because th this is where the kingdom manifests, you see. And so he takes them out of bondage, takes them through the vision. He says, he brought them out to take them in, to take them in where? Into a culture where everybody's fruitful. It's called the land of milk and money. I mean, mil milk and honey. It's where God begins to build people's lives and he begins to make sure that the children grow up in a place where they don't go looking for jobs and under the pressure of a demonic system, but they come into a kingdom where every child is fruitful. And so, so, so God, God has got a strategy and, uh, and I want you to know today that you are born of God and we're going to pray for you today because I want to show you the power of God's strategy because God can change a strategy in a minute because God goes and he, he's got this vision and he says, look, tell them to let my people go because, and so they can come and worship me. I bore you on eagle's wings. He says, I brought you to myself. I didn't give you a business. Your God's not giving you a future that makes him obsolete in your life. The God that you serve, is, he's got a clear vision. He's got a strategy. He knows how to bring you in and he knows how to bring you out. And he knows how to deal with your children. And he knows how to deal with your money. And yet we're not inquiring from God. Jeremiah 6.16, he says, the Bible says, this is what it says about Jeremiah 6.16. If you've got that for me, that says the Lord, stand in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. God's got an old path about to bring you and your family in. And I tell you now today, if you take your business and you mimic this, you will never lose. And you'll be able to pass down an IP to your children that they will always be fruitful all the days of their lives. Clap your hands and give Jesus a praise. He says, stand in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where the good way is. Everybody say, this is the good way. And walk in it. Then you'll find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. There's a strategy with God that when you follow his order, you will never be broke another day in your life. I am not just saying it. I'm telling you, I've been walking the stuff for many, many years. I've been walking the old paths and I don't look like anything to anybody. And people are wondering how I get my breakthroughs. And we haven't made a noise about our stuff, but we've been in a double garage and we've been trusting God. And Lord, if you, I'm not going to go my own way. If you can show me the old path and you can show me which way to go. I'm telling you now, we're enjoying things on the mountaintop and there's rest for our souls. There is no fight and there is no struggle. 
God is opening up doors that no man can shut and until you pay attention to the word of God and you go God's way here I want God's way that's what my mama used to sing I want God's way to be my way as I journey here below for there is no other highway that a child of God should go I'm letting you know there is only one path that you need to take and if you follow the order with God you and your children your children will bless you for honoring God and going God's way if you grab a hold of the kingdom and its vision I'm letting you know that it will bring you into the place that God has designed for you I'm letting you know that the kingdom will pull you into a place and take your children with you and bring your money with you and bring your marriage with you and bring your health with you and bring your generation with you it is a place in the kingdom of God that when you honor the Lord and you honor his kingdom when the kingdom is first all these things must be added I'm letting a child of God know today that the Holy Spirit is hovering this morning in the service and God is moving in your life and in mine I feel an anointing in this place I feel the power of God all over me oh my God I've never felt I'm letting you know that there is an anointing Oh my God, my God, my God. Holy Ghost, you got to help me. We spent years, please be seated. We spent years. I didn't want to go anywhere until God shows me how this thing works. I got no reference of a church. I got no reference of how to do life. I got no reference. I've had no proper mentorship. Before I could get into leadership at my previous church, God pulled me out. I could not understand that. Gave me different mentors across the globe and I've had to sit down with the Lord and say, now tell me where this peace fits in. I never want to pass down to a generation something that never worked in my generation. Let me be the example. Let this generation be example that when our children look at us, they will see the power of God in vision. They will see what strategies look like They're going to find a creative God. Because God in his wisdom, he says to them, look, I've got a vision for you. And so I'm letting you know, go and fetch my people. He he, he raises Joseph. Joseph's got the dream. If you study Joseph's life, Joseph is the one who carried this big five. To a place of where, when he died, the children, put up Exodus chapter 1 verse 5 please, or 4. I think it's four. We're going to have to study Joseph and the anointing because through Joseph's anointing, you'll find a man who built the big five. You know about his dream. You know about his brothers rejecting him. We speak about all of those things. We speak about the prison. We speak about the palace. But we never speak about the big five. We never speak about how his vision converted into a strategy when Pharaoh brings him out of prison. Pharaoh has a nightmare and he says, here's your strategy. He says, I mean, to interpret your dream, tell you seven years of plenty are coming, seven years of famine are coming. Here's your strategy. For the next seven years, every place, build yourself storehouses, build yourself a system. And in that system, fetch 20% of the grain and store it for the famine that's coming. And then he says to him, by the way, you need to appoint somebody in your structure that can execute on the strategy I've given you. Pharaoh says, there's no man as discerning as this man. We're going to put you in charge of the whole project. Because kingdom people, the world's going to bring all their business and put it in the hands of the kingdom. You don't believe. You heard Aaron's testimony yesterday that the world's coming. They, they have nightmares. They don't know how to handle business. You are supposed to be the one the business comes to. The question is, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you the person that God can say, put the structure, put this man in the structure? Can we take Warren and say, Warren, you're going to go into the structure because you can go and handle the strategy of that organization. Bring a prophetic unction 
and show them what is needed to make sure that that business floats. Because anything in the hands of the kingdom of God must what? Be fruitful. It must multiply. The question is, are you ready? So God in His wisdom, this is never going to change. I don't know what you're busy with, but God's busy with His kingdom. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. I don't know what you're busy with. I'm letting you know what God is busy with. I don't know what business you're involved in and I don't know what you're trying to make happen for you. I'm letting you know if you get onto God's system, God will make it happen for you because your whole focus and purpose will be to create the same kind of culture. Because in the kingdom of God, God's looking for more people to work the culture. So the more people we have in here, the more we represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the more fruitful we are because what is fruitfulness? Fruitfulness means simply this. I'm getting a solution from another government. I get my answer from a different kingdom. That's what it simply means. To be fruitful means I tap into a supernatural place to give you a solution for your company. That's what they're looking for. The world is looking for solution makers. Not problem makers. And so in the kingdom of God, nobody's a problem. Everybody's a solution. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a solution. And I want you to know about strategies. I wanted to hover here a little bit because, well, more over here. Because I want you to see this creative God. In this strategy, I want you to know today that AI and even your future, you should never be caught out. Because when you're in business, God knows how to change your strategy. And if you understand, this is a nine-point strategy we've got for people. What does the strategy look like? How do I bring myself into the strategy with God and begin to function out of a different place? I'm dealing with this weekend and this month has been about business. God's been dealing quite a bit with that. And we're starting to see the business people come out of the woodwork. Even people that are not working and finding out, actually, I'm creative. I actually am a solution. And so, I don't know what you're busy with, but today the Holy Spirit is going to deal with you around, around creativity. Creativity. Go with me to Exodus chapter, no, give me Revelations chapter 4. After these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. Once you see this creative God, you're in a season of creative miracles. And I want you to this morning begin to pray. Um, the Spirit of God's moving in this place already. And I just want you to see Shekhandelebo. Hmm. Let me just get some scripture through. After these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here. I want to show you that I am a creative God. So you are in the, the year of the open door. God's going to create an opening for you because he's the creator of the universe. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here and I will show you the things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the spirit and behold a throne. Now watch your creative God, our creative God. A throne in heaven and one sat on the throne. And he who sat was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne. In appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were 24 thrones. And on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed. My God, heaven's going to be amazing. 
clothed in white robes and, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. Shoo! And from the throne proceeded lightnings. Now watch God. And thunderings. Voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne. Which are the seven spirits of God. Please say seven spirits of God. That was one of the titles this morning. (laughs) I want to teach on the seven spirits of God in the next couple of weeks. Teach how every single one of them got to do with your destiny. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was a calf. The third creature like the face of a man. The fourth creature was like a flying eagle. Look at this creative God. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night saying, Sing for me. Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. time everybody sing Be seated, be seated, be seated. The seven spirits of God were there. There's such an anointing. Please hear me. Wake up in the morning. If you listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying, there are creative ideas that God's downloading in your morning. As you wake up, don't run to the phone. Just lay a little bit. Say, Lord, what are you saying? Even before your deep prayers, you can just, there's a place in God that you can go to bed not knowing what to do. Wake up in the morning with an answer. Songs are coming. Listen to me. Movies are coming. Ideas and creativity is coming. Ideas of what to do and which way to go. I keep hearing this in my spirit. The Lord says to me, I'm a creative God. I'm creating openings and I'm making a way for my people. Go with me to Genesis chapter 1, please. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created. So the creator of the universe is in you. The creator of the universe chose to live in you. 
How could you know not what to do and which way to go? You can't never tell me that you're stuck. Because you can't use the world system to tell you that's the job you're going to get. That's the only opening there is in this world. Because if, the God, if God created the universe, then He can create an opening for you. The unbelief is heavy here. But I'm letting you know that we're going to deal with it. For in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And anytime you find a place in darkness, the Holy Spirit's always hovering over that place to bring and create something out of nothing. I'm letting you know that you had no money, but God's going to give you creative miracles. And I want you to be in a place of receiving this morning because... I've said this before, you've heard it preached before. Money doesn't rule the world. Thoughts and ideas do. So when God gives you an idea, that idea, he begins to float the idea. It brings you out of poverty. It brings you out of a hiding place. Because when the anointing comes upon you, the spirit of God comes upon you. When God shows you what to do and brings this thing forth, the world will always receive it because it comes from God. And they will pay you for it. So I want you to ask yourself this morning, where in your business and in your life, I know the Holy Spirit's hovering, but where do you want Him to work? Where is it in the culture? Is it the fact that your family is not fruitful? Is it that you've got no vision and you need the Holy is hovering over every one of them? To create the thing that you're asking for. He's the creator of the universe. And this generation is in such trouble. Your parents, the parents don't even realize it. I'm telling you what I see by the Spirit of God. Let me tell you why I say so. Give me Isaiah chapter 10. That's the anointing. Give me Isaiah 11. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of its roots and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Come on, give me the seven spirits. You know them. The spirit of, the spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Those are seven spirits. The spirit of the Lord it's where it starts. It means you must be born again and the, the creator of the universe then lives inside of you to create, to produce. Now don't stop there. Go to verse 3. His delight is in the fear of the Lord and he shall not, you read, he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Why, does the, why did God give you the Holy Spirit? That you don't have to make a judgment based upon what's in your mind. So you don't judge any situation anymore based upon the fact that, you know, somebody's failed, uh, you know, and, and maybe messed up in their past and you judge them based upon the flesh and you, you cancel their future. And the person right next to you, because, you know, uh, women can't be CEOs, God's breaking all the rules. Because the world keeps judging by the seeing of their natural eyes. From today, God's going to, what does God do when he gives you this? He gets you to see strategies in the spirit. 
He gives you vision in the spirit. He tells you who should be in your structures by the spirit. He shows you which systems are not working by the spirit. He shows you which way to go and what to do by his spirit. Are you hearing me? Because you are dealing with a creative God that can bring you into your destiny and into your purpose. This generation will not live in ignorance anymore. You are coming to a brand new level of understanding that there is power in the Holy Ghost. There's power by the spirit of God. You're going to know what to do. You're going to know which way to go. You will not be bound anymore. You will not be found grounded anymore. I'm letting you know that there is an anointing in this place to lift every burden. I feel the power of God in this place. I feel the power of God in this place. You write people off because they're your cousin. And you don't see any value in them. It needs a Samuel to go and find out that David's father's rejecting him. And say there must be someone else in this house. Because according to the spirit of God. There's a man in this house that's the next king. Now I don't care if you're going to have to go and sleep with another woman. But these that are lined up here are not the children that are going to be the king. There's someone coming from your loins that God has appointed. Because God has got a man in the earth. That God's got a son in the earth. That that person will be raised up because of the anointing. you got to hear me. you got to hear me. Stop judging people because of their past mistakes. God's about to raise up the kings in this place. With an anointing to break yokes. They made mistakes. It never worked out in the past, but I'm letting you know that we serve a creative God and God can make it work and God can lift them up and God can bring prophets in this place. I'm contending for something in the heavenlies. I'm dealing with something in the spirit that it's going to be like a mystery that's going to drop on someone today that's going to lift you up that by the end of this year you'll stand up here with a testimony of what God has done in your life and in your home and in your destiny I feel the power of God in this place someone's story is about to change completely in this place if you believe what I'm saying shout amen because God's raising up people in his structures for his kingdom and for his glory. Things are shifting. It's moving fast. Can I say it to you? It's moving fast. I feel speed for our feet. I don't know. I, I, it's it's the, this. I'm, I'm seeing colors everywhere. I'm seeing like, you know, the, 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 the ephod. I'm seeing the breastplate of God. I'm seeing how this uh, God showing off his glory. I don't know if you, who I'm speaking to, but God is about to put you on display. Hear me today. I'm telling you, please be seated. God will help me. Oh, time's gone already. Jesus. Who's the best soccer player in the world? Okay, let's go with two. According to you. Are they really? Why? Do we know that they're the best soccer players? For one reason only. There are better soccer players than the two of them. What's the problem? They were never discovered. You just, the only reason why you, got, why you celebrate Messi and Ronaldo is because they were discovered. And the reason why some of you is that you, 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 you're even more gifted than others that are in CEOs at the top of the position. But you weren't discovered. But it's about to change in this season. God is about to put the discovery channel on. Someone's about to be discovered by the Spirit of God. Is about to open up the door that no man can shut. God's about to show you that there is something in you that you belong. You have a better education. You are anointed. You are God's servant. It's about to change. I feel the anointing. God's about to create the opening for you. I don't know who's been in trouble. I'm telling you, I feel this, the power of God. Come, come, come on. I, I'm, I'm letting you know. Uh, uh, le, le, please be seated. Let me, let me, let me, please be seated. So I, I, I went to Joshua Salmon the other day's meeting and uh, they gave me a private audience with him and I sat, said I'm busy with this MBH platform 
and I, and I laid out seven things that I want from this platform. This is before I spoke to him. In fact, I sold this in Ghana a couple of months ago. I did that at a conference. And the pastor was saying, the preacher was saying, lay down seven things that you're asking and expecting from God. And I want to put that on you today. And I sowed into that. And this man comes. Now, while I have a prophetic word, I needed an impartation. I'm going to teach you what impartations. Is that you can go to bed stupid and wake up clever. <laughs> have you seen the anointing? The anointing that can make you, man. Because the creator of the universe, he can make you. And when you honor the anointing that's in the place, God can make openings for you. And so if I have to give you my seven that I laid out, one of them is the MBH, and it's, it's, it, it must go across the globe. No more hiding. Make it visible. Make it visible. That was my prayer. So I sowed that seed in Ghana. So while I'm watching this man this, this week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the Lord says to me, he's the man, I need to go and meet with him so he can pray with you. Because he's doing things across the globe. Now, I don't say a word to him. In fact, I mean, I went there, I went to the, some seed, and I, I went there myself, and, and Pastor, he took some dollars, and uh, went into, they gave me a private space and an audience with him. And he says, what are we praying for? He said, we pray, I'm, I'm busy with this platform, and I'm asking God to open up the doors across the globe. And I need this for the glory of God. It's not for MBH. It's not my name. For the glory of God, that God would do this for His glory. I shared some of the things with him. And he begins to pray and he imparts this. He says, the law of visibility. That God will bring your stuff and put it to the front. Some of you are so anointed. You've got so many gifts. But for a long time you've been hidden. But did you hear the theme of the new year. It's the year of the... And when, the, oh, when you see the opening, the next message is, come up here. I'm now going to let you know why you were born. And I'm going to expose you to the world. For anybody that's demonic, anything that is satanic, I'm letting you know uh, it's not a good season. It's a good season for you to repent. That's the best thing you can do. But for anybody else that's been serving God in their gifts, uh, the season of exposure is here. God's about to bring you up into a new level, a new season of breakthrough and answers by the Spirit of God. Come on, you shout an amen. We're going to pray for visibility. Some of you need creativity. But we're going to pray for visibility for some others. Your gifts have been hidden for too long. The things that belong to the kingdom of God that must be exposed for the world to see. I feel that God's going to move with His creativity in your life. Create openings for you across the globe. For the ministry and the things that God once done. I'm just letting you know as your apostle what's in my spirit. Now you, please write one thing down. Wherever the attention goes, power flows. Wherever you want God to pay attention, put your finger, place it on this thing and ask the Lord for this thing. What do you want from God this season? It's an open season. It's an open door. Do you want God to give you vision? Do you want God to confirm why you are on the earth? You don't have to wait for fruitfulness. I mean, I don't care how much roses you put in the, the desert it ain't gonna grow some of you are in the wrong place because prosperity is also a place and when the brook has dried up in South Africa then God might move you to another nation for fruitfulness <laughs> God can change the structure and he can change the system and he can change the strategy because he's God all by himself and when God calls you into your place that He's got for you and for your future, you need to know that that's the place you're going you're gonna to blossom. You're going to grow. Your gift will make room for you. I mean, the world system likes to say, you know, just, just, just bloom where you planted. 
The Bible says God plants the righteous deliberately. You don't plant you. When he says move and you go there, you're going to flourish there. No wonder people are crying. It's like, where's the money? I don't know what's going on. And, and, and Because when God said move, they refused. Scripture says only the rebellious dwell in a parched land. Only the rebellious dwell in the wilderness. When God says move to a place, you move. Spirit of God told me move now. Go and sow that seed. Spirit of God said move now. I don't want you to have a holiday. I, after COVID, when this thing came out, I mean, we were having our holidays two years in, in, in the wilderness. And the Lord says, no, by faith, I want you to trust me to go out into, into Europe. It broke the fear of other people of traveling. Do you remember that? Because when God tells you to move, you move. There's a reason why God says that. Because what? There's, at any time, He's got the right to shift strategy. He can give you new objectives. There are four major objectives in this ministry. Four major. They form part of our strategy. And God gave it to me this way. Your company must have some objectives. In there, in your strategies, locked up object, objectives with plans and deadlines and all that goes with it. I'm teaching you how to do business God's way. And you must pay attention because I'm training you so that when God downloads the strategy, you're ready to run and have the right people in your structures and not scallums. People that only, your, your only relationships you have is that people know how to bribe. Two tests you must pass when you come into the system. One is morality and two is money. You don't touch the things when it comes to God's kingdom. The girls, the gold and the glory. You don't touch it. People lose their way because God gives them a bit of money. Or when God blesses them, they take credit for it. Uzziah. And of course Solomon, with all of his wisdom and all of his money, has too many concubines. Stay away from the girls. And if it is your girl, don't stay away from us. Go, go home with her. God's speaking to you about these five. Please, Jesus not only died to forgive you of your sins, He died also to deliver you from your stupidity. In all your getting, Say it one more time. In all you're getting, you don't have to die in your ignorance. You don't even have to die in your poverty. You might have been born in poverty. You don't have to die in your poverty. We're breaking this thing because there's a creative God that's going to produce things for you and me to bring you out of your mess. Don't, I'm a single mother. I don't know what to do. Go and read your Bible. He gave a widow a creative miracle. He says, what do you have in your house? Only have a little bit of oil. So now take your sons, go in there and go and I will multiply the oil. Go and find as many jars as you want. And I will give you a creative miracle that you can pass down a blessing to your children. My husband served the Lord and now the creditors are here to come and take my children. Went to the man of God and the man of God released a creative miracle because the God that you serve can create an open door for you. I said, God can make a way for you. I don't know what you're dealing with. Somebody in this house is going to have to believe that we serve a creative God and that God is going to make a way for you and your household. And God's going to create an opening. I need to throw your hands high in the air and say, Lord, I need a creative miracle. Thank you for hovering over my situation. Thank you for giving me wisdom. Thank you for insight and revelation. Thank you for the anointing. Come on, wave your hands a little bit. And if you continue to sing, holy, holy, holy. Come, bring it in. You see, here's the creativity. Watch. God There's the creativity. Early in the morning, here comes the songs. Here comes the, the movies. Yeah, my song shall rise to thee. 
Bring it to the Lord, bring it to the Lord, bring it to the Lord. Holy, 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 merciful and merciful. Everybody online, lift your hands. There's an anointing. Creativity in your room. Creativity in your mind. New ideas are coming. I'm letting you know by the Spirit of God. New ideas are coming. One more time. Wave those hands and say, Lord, I'm ready. Ready, 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 ready. I'm letting you know God's about to move somebody in the structures the structure of the kingdom there's a heavy anointing all over you there's a glory of the Lord all over you I'm letting you know your season has come I'm letting you know that the structures what you've honored God in time the way you've moved with God when you obeyed God when you had nothing and you sowed listen to the word you sowed in tears you in a season where you're gonna reap in joy but God's about to move you. He's about to move you. He's about to move you through the systems. He's about to move you in His kingdom. I'm letting you know. Listen what the Spirit of the Lord's saying. Get your passport ready. Stand, daughter. Stand, stand. Receive the word. Receive the word. Receive the word. There's a heavy. There's a glory coming upon you. The days of you, you being hidden are over. Here's the other one. Any unfruitful relationship, I cut it off right now. Cut him off. Anything because your kindness and because of your willingness. Babylon has abused you. But in this season, God's elevating you. I'm letting you know creativity is going to flow from you. New music is coming. New ideas are coming. The new relationships are coming. You serve a creative God. In the name of Jesus. Receive creativity. You need to keep worshipping. I feel the anointing. You need, you need an anointing. Duvain, you got to come here, son. you got to come here. I'm letting you know. If I could get you a gift. If I could get you a gift. To print something in your spirit. Your issue is not money. Let me tell you as your apostle where the problem is. And if you listen to me, you become very wealthy. You will flow with money like never before. Listen to me. I want to buy you a train set. In fact, now that the railways... They, you know, you can pick up railways anywhere. You can go and pick them up anywhere. I want to go get one big one. And put it in your house. So when you wake up in the morning, all you see is this big piece. I don't know how you're going to handle this thing in your house. Nats. Because all I want you to hear me today. The track. Is to keep you on track. kingdom gives you tracks to keep you on track every season somebody comes and derails the cargo that you're pulling from today I set it in the spirit 
anybody hindering your traveling and you're moving in the kingdom of God. It comes from your life right now. Go in the name of Jesus. There's an anointing. I'm letting you know. You show me somebody who wants the kingdom of God in their lives. You show me somebody who sold out with vision for the kingdom of God. I'll show you somebody become really wealthy for the kingdom of God. The church has hovered around here and not sure who they are and playing a bit of business and trying to do a bit of deals. When you're serving the God, the creator of the universe, the one that can open up doors that no man can shut. Isaiah 22 verse 22. My God, my God, my God. Creative miracles. Creative miracles. Father, thank you. Everybody lift your hands and receive. Father, we thank you for strategy, wisdom, revelation, direction. But Lord, lift the ignorance. This is a new day for your people. I pray for your mind. I pray for Spirit of the Living God, your creativity. That in the morning we will wake up to give you praise and give you glory. That in the morning we will find new songs and direction. What to do and which way to go. I bless your people. In Jesus name. Every head bowed and eye closed. If you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This is your moment. I want to pray for you. Lift your hand. I can pray for you. And you'll make right with the Lord. Can I pray for anybody in the service this morning? Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Well, praise the Lord. Let's receive an offering. All I want to say to you is God does nothing outside of love without faith and without the seed. If you believe that this message is for you and you've been prayed for, so in the direction you want your life to go. So into the vision for your own life, a strategy for your own life, structure systems into the culture. Listen, in Chronicles, the Bible tells us about Samuel, uh, about Solomon. That the Bible, he goes and he brings an offering to the Lord. And the Bible says, on the same night, the Lord asked him, what can I do for you? Same night. Because your offering provokes your next season. It provokes God. An offering provokes him. That's why when the woman came and she came and she broke the alabaster uh, flask at his feet, you know, and wiped it with her tears with, with her hair. He said, they, they were complaining about how much he gave and what it cost. No. He says, this woman understands things spiritually. She prepared my body for the burial. It's got, your seeds got to do with your future. That when you get there, the enemy can't go and mess with you. Abraham went and he offered up Abraham, uh, 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 Isaac on the altar and wants to kill him. And the word from the Lord is, he says, don't kill him. Here's the ram in the thicket. But he says, now your descendants will be able to deal with the enemies at their gates. It's got to do with the fact that when God opens the door, that your seed is speaking for you. Amen. That you're, you, you're not struggling at the gate. That was not the design of God. You will, when you get there, your future must open for you. Because my seed, wherever I go, when I go into nations, my seed speaks for me. I, I sow in dollars. I sow across the globe. I make sure that my seed, wherever I go, I got seed to give. Because when I get to my future, those gates must open. I've sown in Dubai. I've sown in Kenya. I've sown in the nations. I've sown in wherever I go. Because when I get there, I didn't just come there because I got a gift. The devil understands the, the, the awesomeness of an offering. That when you set your offering straight and you brought it before the Lord, it's got to do with your future. Don't eat it. What God says is for your future. I was a king, a businessman when God told me, this check is not yours. I want you to give so much, go and pay your staff, do this X, Y, Z. But this amount, you go to Creflo Dollar and you go and sow into his life. Like the man doesn't need it. He said, it wasn't for him, it was for you. I'd not be standing and preaching here today if I didn't sow that seed then.
I know God's my supply. Because I've sown my seed even as a king. I had no idea I was called to ministry. Don't let the enemy rob you from your, from your destiny. Don't even cheat you and make you struggle when you get to the gate. Sow your seed in the morning. Sow when you need to sow. For the glory of God. Father, bless your people in their giving. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen.